Hello, hello. You're listening to the Leadership Woman podcast with me, Jill Savile. Today, I am going to talk about what's been happening with me over the last few weeks and months. I'm conscious that I've not recorded anything for a while, and um, I apologize for that. Life just gets in the way, as you know. And I'm also going to talk about what I've learned from the last few months. So, So here goes. Thank you for your patience. Thank you to everybody who's still downloading the previous podcasts. I hope that you're you're getting something from them. I always record these with the, with you in mind, trying to think what is it that that you may need to hear today. So and in fact with that in mind, when I first woke up this morning, the podcast that I'm doing now is nothing like the one that I first thought. I thought I was going to talk about Edith Egger and her book, The Gift. And of course, I I will be doing. There was a brilliant chapter that I did in the group last week, which was talking about the Nazi within all of us. And this is referring to our judge, how we judge people. And of course, this links to positive intelligence. Those of you who've done positive intelligence with me, the judge is our main saboteur. We judge ourselves. We judge other people. And certainly while I was on holiday recently, I was doing a bit of that. And we judge circumstances as in, oh, it's not the right time to do that. I don't have the money, etc., etc. So what's what's been happening then? I am in the process of moving and every few years I find that I'm in this transformational process and this took me by surprise. After COVID, I went and spent quite a few weeks in the UK last September and I realised that I just needed to be back there. It, It hit me. And so since then, I've been working out how can I do this. So I'm in the process of buying something in the UK, which is being built. That's exciting. We put this French house on the market uh, in order to downsize. We've got an offer on that. So that's all exciting. So, So what isn't so exciting is that we now have no clue where we're going to live. This probably puts more stress on Ron than on me. I've been in this situation before and learned from it. And um, I certainly try to look on the bright side. If we don't look on the bright side, then of course the stress consumes us and our saboteurs start talking to us like, what if you don't find anything? What if you do and you can't afford it? Uh, And this, that and the other. And also, thinking about the scarf model you remember your brain at work so our brain likes status certainty autonomy relatedness and fairness and so there's a some of this going on because 
status. I have to confess, I'm moving from something that I really like and I love to welcome people to it. And we're definitely going to move to something smaller and cheaper. And in my mind, it's, do I really want to invite people here? Um, So so there's a a threat to my status. Then we've got um, relationships. Will I manage to maintain the relationships if, if I move too far? And, of course, the big one is certainty. This certainly is going uh, on in Laurent's mind because uh, he likes to know what he's doing, where he's going. And so that there's certainly this threat to us. What I'm trying to keep in mind, then, is that all we need to do is make the best decision for now. We are trying to keep future plans in mind like retirement and where do we ultimately want to be but actually for now we just need to make the decision that that suits us and all decision the vast majority of decisions you you can change you don't have to live with them forever so I'm, I'm bearing that in mind the other thing is that because there are so many possibilities We need to have an open mind. My friend said, can you write down what you're looking for in a flat? And I thought, well, that's quite hard because my answer to most things is it depends. Two bedrooms are fine if the lounge is big enough. Um, There might be a more creative solution to where can I work rather than have an office. Who knows? So trying to keep in that explore stage that curiosity is hard and it's impossible if you're stressed your mind closes down and just worries about everything that could go wrong so I thought today I would just talk a a little bit about what I'm going through and the fact that it's so important to calm down our saboteurs calm down the stress and just look at the future possibilities. With positive intelligence, Shirazad Shamin tells us that everything that we go through, good or bad, can be turned into a gift. So I'm looking at what are what are the gifts here? And on that note, let's stop talking about moving house let's talk about elderly relatives and I'm starting to think that I I shouldn't be left in charge of any because uh, I invited my father over here he came over here for three weeks around March time and uh, we all got COVID it it was not quite a living hell but it it was not the holiday and the, the downtime that I really wanted to give him And then I went to Mallorca with my mom, my sister and my aunt. And on the last day, my mom broke her wrist. And that too, we had 24 hours of, uh, could we get her on a plane? Could we negotiate the A&E system in Mallorca? Could we get this damn painting on the plane that was the cause of why we'd gone back to that village in the first place where she fell? And I've spent a lot of time recently looking for the gifts because both of these experiences weren't pleasant. 
And I really had to work hard on maintaining some kind of positivity throughout the process. So what were the gifts? And I think there's a similarity in both of them in that I had to spend more time with my mom and my dad in closer proximity. And after a couple of years of COVID, after not being able to see them for for quite some time, I suddenly was really involved in them and their care. And it reminded me that some time ago, I was saying that I'm certainly not Mother Teresa. I I have a certain amount of impatience for people who are ill through their own fault. Um, this is me, my judge, you can hear. And my mother turned around to me and she said, well, I really hope that Laurent never gets ill because you won't want to look after him. And that stuck with me. I thought, really? Am I, am I such a... Am I such a person? Maybe I can't look after somebody when they need it. So what I learned from this experience was that much as it's not my real calling, I am certainly not Mother Teresa, when moved into that situation, I could do it. And I could do it with a certain amount of positivity, And I know that if I had to do more of it, I could certainly find more control over my brain and thinking um, more on the bright side. So this was really a gift of closeness with my parents. I don't know how they saw it. They, They were just going through the whole horrendous time. But for me, that was the gift I learned more about me, that I could do things. I found that when needed, I I did have that strength and it built up that strength in me so that if I was faced with doing it again, I know that I could. So I just thought that these are quite personal reflections. I know that, but uh, many of you know me well. And I wondered... If you were going through something similar, I thought I would help you find the gift. Thinking about future then, now that I'm back into the swing and I've found my voice for these podcasts, uh, I have some great guests coming on soon. One of which is the person who kept saying, Jill, you have to plan the work and work the plan. Those of you in the Inspiring Leaders group will hear me say that to you all the time plan the work and work the plan and you are going to hear from the man that instilled that in me so I will see you all soon and I hope that you're doing well it is an absolutely glorious day in France they say it's going to be 27 degrees I hope that it's good where you are and even if it's not I hope that you can find the gift So thank you all very much for listening to the Leadership Woman podcast and I'll see you all soon.